Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to another episode of Editor's Note. I'm Jonathan Hassan, the Editor-in-Chief of TV7 Israel. And with me is a special guest, my dear friend Amir Tzalfati. Shalom, Jonathan. Shalom, shalom. It's uh, exciting to have you here with me. How about you open today's program with prayer and then we'll continue further. Go ahead. Father, we thank you so much that you are the author of truth and uh, that you also have established places and instruments such as TV7 to broadcast your truth. In the days and eras of so much deception, Father, we ask that you will continue to strengthen uh, those establishments that are reaching out to your people all over the world with uh, truth and with the saving knowledge of the Messiah. So we ask now that you will bless the content of this program, all the technical aspect of it, and that uh, may everything we say will touch the innermost parts of everybody's soul and heart uh, and bring them closer to you. We thank you and we bless you. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Amir, it's, uh, again, very exciting to have you here with uh, me on, on the set. And uh, we have some very special announcement for our viewers uh, that we will unveil in, in, uh, as the program progresses. But uh, before that, for those who don't know who Amir Salfati is, give us a little bit of a teaser. <laughs> who is Amir? Right. Okay, well, you know, it's hard for a person to speak about himself. Uh, I'll try to do it as you ask. And Jewish wisdom <laughs> says in Hebrew, exactly, like exactly. which uh, in, in literal terms means do not praise a person in front of a bet to same that's person. That's true, you're right. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, well, basically, uh, I'm a, uh, I was born to a Jewish family. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was very young. I grew up in foster care through a very deep crisis in my life that almost ended my life. Um, I found Yeshua as my savior through friends in high school. And uh, after uh, having been baptized, um, I joined the Israeli military, started in the armored corps, ended up being the, uh, going to the officer's academy, becoming uh, an officer in, in the Israeli military government in the West Bank and Gaza at that time. Uh, made, made my way fast to become the deputy governor of Jericho and then the one that uh, was part of the negotiations with the Palestinians as we uh, basically pulled out of Jericho and that was the implementation of the Gaza and Jericho agreement which was the first phase of the Oslo Accord as you know and uh, right after my military service I felt that uh, there is a, a great importance as to who is showing Israel to the public? Because when I, when I uh, uh, showed Jericho and the preparation of the Israeli military uh, to so many dignitaries from all over the world, I realized how important it is uh, the person that is doing that, uh, his viewpoint, he, the way. So I, 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 I wanted to become a, a licensed tour guide uh, here in Israel to be able to show the people this land and the history and even the future through the lens of a believer in the Messiah. Um, then I uh, felt uh, called to go and study ministry in the United States, came back. In between, I studied the German language in Germany as well. And uh, uh my teachings uh, in Israel and around the world gave birth to 
Behold Israel ministry, which is a ministry that uh, basically teaches on Israel and the Middle East in light of Bible prophecy, which is my favorite topic in the scriptures. Nearly 30% of this book is all about future events. And in fact, Israel is all about, uh, it's all about the miracle that was already foretold by the prophets. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we have very strong presence online, and we also conduct Israel tours, and I'm invited to speak around the world. Mm. I wrote several books. Uh, the ministry is growing. We have over 20 different YouTube channels, different languages. Uh, the message goes out, and we, we believe that uh, these are crucial times in, in history, not only to the world, but also uh, to the body of Christ. I believe that uh, uh, we need to strengthen the believers and to uh, encourage them with what we know about the Word of God. But if, at the same time, I believe in days of deception, clear understanding of what is going on around the world in light of what the Bible says is a very essential thing in not to be found in, in too many places. Indeed. Too many people are talking about Israel, but they don't, much, they don't understand much what is really going on here. And this is exactly why I felt that this partnership with TV7 is so important, because as far as I know, this is the best source uh, in the English language uh, for uh, news coming out of this land. And so I've, I felt that this is a, a proper engagement uh, in these last days. These are indeed the last days. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and praise the Lord for the opportunities to be able to serve him uh, yes. together with brethren who are really keen on uh, not only advancing the kingdom of heaven, but really doing that in unity and, and uh, doing that in, in uh, uh, a strong stride forward. Yes. And not just, uh, uh, we say in Hebrew, full gas in neutral, uh, yes. full gas in neutral. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, you said something very interesting, and that is uh, the days of deception. Correct. TV7 Israel, or at least TV7 Israel News in particular, was founded out of uh, the the need, the, the uh, comprehending the need to battle deception in today's yeah. age of so many um, international media networks and even domestic media networks in each country who do not uphold uh, the standards of journalistic ethics as they were initially founded based on on something very pure about covering uh, events, about telling what you see, understanding Mm -hmm. uh, the the big picture, and then conveying that either to your readers or to your viewers or whoever is basically tapped into your uh, media uh, broadcast. And the more and more that ideology plays uh, a part, and I believe that it's also very spiritual. Uh, There are plenty of of, uh, uh, spiritual uh, incentives uh, by uh, various uh, actors to uh, try and manipulate certain uh, uh, mouthpieces uh, around the world in in one way or another. But uh, it came actually to... Uh, Hiram Johnson, a U.S. senator from 1918, who said a very famous uh, quote while I was studying that specific subject of World War I. He actually said, the first casualty of conflict is truth. Exactly. And what is truth if not God? Mm-hmm. 
So wherever God is presented, there will always be uh, parties of the devil who try to deceive. He is the deceiver. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, uh, absolutely, uh, I'm watching you uh, regularly on, on social media. Uh, I told you also earlier, my mother always sends me the links, look at this mm -hmm. and that to uh, get a better understanding about those crucial times that we really live in. Yeah. Um, but let's move into uh, what are we going to create together? And this is something that uh, I think is, is very encouraging also for me because many people around the world have been sending me a lot of emails of, uh, hey, Jonathan, you, you just reported on this or that. And uh, uh, many major organizations use our information for different purposes. Uh, but uh, ultimately, what does the Bible say about that? And, and I always either refer them to your links or uh, to other Bible teachers who are uh, keenly uh, uh, knowledgeable about the situation uh, with regard to end times prophecy. But uh, I realized the, the demand at the point where deception started to show yeah. because so many organizations... Um, who proclaim to be Christian, who proclaim to be uh, ministries to educate the masses, they go out and blatantly lie yeah. about things that occur that I look at and I'm just astonished. Yeah. How can you do something like that? And they're convinced that they're right, mm -hmm. even though it's not corroborated, it's not substantiated, it has nothing to do with reality. Yeah. And time and time again, uh, those same ministries act like that. And uh, from time to time, I confront them and, and I send them an email saying, listen, what you're writing, it, it's wrong. Yeah. Either I'm blocked or the uh, no response or whatnot, because most of them, they don't even want to hear being corrected about events that that's what we do. You know, we shed light on, on the reality on the ground. So... This program that we are about to unveil, working title, The Times Observer, what, what can you tell us about the importance of connecting between yeah. basically presenting the questions and answering something to uh, a mass media of, of millions of people? Yeah. Well, I, I believe, as you said, and as we uh, reiterated that even earlier, we, 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 we talk about deception as as the main thing that can characterize what's going on around the world today. In fact, when you come to Jesus's most important prophetic teaching, the, the Olivet Discourse, he began his whole teaching with warning about deception. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because as time goes by and as we get closer and closer to the moment that the church will be taken out of here, it will become increasingly uh, um, deceptive in, in, in to the point that a lot of Bible believers that are not grounded in the Word of God will also be deceived themselves. Mm. On the other hand, you also have, you know, probably nice people who may call themselves Christians. But, you know, I'm not impressed when somebody says Christian, you know. I'm not impressed because uh, to me, um, you, you obviously you can tell... The, true, the, the, the tree by its fruits, of course. And in the media level, you've got, when it comes to Israel, you've got two different extremes. You've got the extreme of those who 
supposedly report about Israel, but they are they hate Israel. Hmm. And they call themselves Christians. And I've seen enough that are doing that. But on the other hand, you have those that idolize Israel to the point that no matter what happened, um, everything is bad unless Israel gets all the land that was promised to Abraham and nothing less will ever satisfy them. It's all about Israel. Exactly. It's not about the God of Israel Correct. anymore. Correct. And, and this is where I believe there is a necessary, um, there is a need basically uh, for a program that will uh, be aired in a, a very respected establishment such as TV7 that will bring that balance. Mm-hmm. We will talk about world events as pertain to Israel and the Middle East, but we will look at it from what the Bible says and not from what my ideology and my uh, inclination is all about. And, and Jonathan, I, I want to tell you something. I've, I'm watching the media um, because, you know, what we, what we see right now is that the media plays a significant role in what I call engineering the minds of the masses today more than ever before because now they collaborate with with big techs and now if you ran away from the mainstream media to social media now social media and mainstream media are now uh, uh, in bed together and so there's a great need for a source of unbiased news and for also a source that will help believers to understand as you uh, said people need to understand the biblical viewpoint of what behind that which is happening around us. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, I must say, uh, there's not much of that to be found. And uh, the deception, again, is is all around. We we see fact checkers that knows nothing about the facts. Mm. They think they know. And then, of course, uh, that's supposed to bring credibility to that news organization, but it actually makes them fools. Um, but again, the, the group of people that will be uh, seeking the truth is unfortunately getting smaller and smaller and smaller because the masses are being brainwashed. This is a battle. This is a war. Mm. We are in a war on the minds of the people right now. And, uh, you know, uh, most houses in Israel, the television is turned on almost 24-7, especially when it comes to news. And even when you are doing something else, the news are in the background. And no matter what they say there, it gets to you. Mm. And so I know a lot of people in America and elsewhere around the world, the news is always in the background. And uh, <laughs> look, we, we need to give them an alternative. You know, we can sit at home and complain or we can do something about it. Indeed. And I believe that this this TV this new TV TV program can give us a good uh, opportunity to do something. And as uh, mentioned, uh, the Times Observer, we're observing the Times. Exactly. That's all we're going to do. We're not going to be part of those times uh, in in any way. We're not going to try and manipulate no. what's happening to appease our our perspective of biblical scripture. No, biblical scripture is the word of God. It stands today as much as it stood yeah. uh, several thousand years ago, and it will also stand forever. The Word of God is eternal, yeah. and this is something that is very clear. And reality, you know, we may look, I, I always say, if you look at this cup, you will see the TV7 logo in one hand. I won't see it. 
that, that doesn't change the truth that this cup contains that logo. So ultimately, when you have uh, a certain narrative, it's my narrative to look in this end, your narrative to look at that end, but the one truth and the truth, it's God, mm-hmm. will never be shifting. It will never change. It is uh, steadfast and will mm-hmm. uh, last for eternity. And as such, I believe that, uh, you know, God, we, we regard him as our father, our father yes. in heaven. And therefore, yeah. he is such a good God. Amen. You know, who who takes care of us, who loves us, uh, and and the understanding of love. Honestly, I didn't understand love until my firstborn was born, and and suddenly I understood how much I love him to the degree that I, I started to question. Okay, God, I probably don't understand how much you love me, mm-hmm. because ultimately he loved the world so much that he gave up yes. his only son. Amen. That whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. And uh, because of that love, he came to that uh, point where he provides us with indications of, look, those are the times that you're living in. Mm -hmm. Those are the signs that are going to uh, challenge you, that are going to present you with different obstacles. But know that I am your father and I'm going to take care of you. I, I totally agree with you. In fact, I believe that our life uh, here, are there's two parallels. There's the world events and there is your life. And world events have been foretold 28, 27, 2900 years ago. And they're the most accurate description of world events today. We will never be able to stop the Ezekiel war from coming to pass. We will never be able to stop the rise of the Antichrist. We will never be able to stop the New World Order. We will never be able to stop um, the great apostasy. And we will never be able to stop the rapture or the second coming. These are things that are going to happen. Now, the question is, your life, what what are you going to do in your life? Where are you when it comes to the Bible because where you, where you, what you believe and where your life is when it comes to God will determine your location when these world events are going to take mm. place. Are you going to see them from earth or are you going to see them from heaven? Are you going to be part of that which is not for you because you are not doing what you need to do? Or are you going to be faithful, taken out of here and see these things. So I always say, look, don't even try to stop world events. But we need to, the Bible says, concerning the times and the seasons, my my brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. I, there's no need for me to even talk to you about it because you perfectly know, he says. And then he, he speaks up for when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them. He He warns us of what is going to happen to them and we we need to understand it will happen. Right. It will happen. We cannot change it. We can only change by our decision whether to follow the Messiah or not, where we will be during those world events. And to this point specifically, that's why I love Matthew 25, 1 to 13 about the virgins, about always be prepared for that moment. It's not about, you know, when, when I was younger, I confess... Uh, there were points where I said, ah, you know what, uh, I, I believe, but i I'd rather not put myself within the constraints of a believer because uh, they're challenging. Mm-hmm. Now, the moment you, you hit that mark of grace, suddenly it becomes easy to, to follow or not easy, but you, you start living 
as a uh, uh, living in, in a capacity of, of wanting to be like yeah. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Christ-like. And uh, the, you know what? I'm going to just mm-hmm. read through this very quickly. Um, then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened. And this is from Matthew 25, 1 to 13. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamp. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should be not enough, uh, not be enough for us and you, but go rather mm-hmm. to those who sell mm-hmm. and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom cra- uh, came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Yes. Now, the fascinating part of this is that they were in in the open sky probably outside somewhere and it was completely dark and it's a perfect metaphor of darkness around all around and the only thing is the oil the holy oil for the lamp of god to light and shine through us so we can see our surrounding that will guide us on the path to our Lord and Savior, yeah. Jesus Christ. You see, in, in this uh, amazing parable about the kingdom of God, we can clearly see the difference between the foolish and the wise. The foolish one will will think to himself, if I pretend to be a Christian, I will have enough oil to just show people around me that I do have that light. However, when I really need to go out and I need a lot of oil to show me the way, I won't have it. Mm-hmm. And what makes someone... Uh, wise wisdom by the way is the person of the holy spirit by the way in the book of uh, proverbs it says that wisdom was there when the world was created and so wisdom is if you have a personal relationship if you have the holy spirit in you even if it's midnight and you're asleep you're ready (laughs) because no one look when the lord comes and takes us the rapture happens half of planet earth is asleep while the other half is awake because of obviously the time zone but it doesn't matter whether you're asleep or you're awake it matters if you have the oil enough mm-hmm. oil or not and this is what i'm trying to tell people going to church will not make you a christian just like standing in a parking lot is not going to turn you into a car uh, because, you know, you have to have a personal relationship. To be ready and to be prepared in these last days is to have that personal relationship and to have the Holy Spirit, not around you, not beside you, but in you. Mm. And once the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the provider, the ultimate provider of that oil. It's the ultimate uh, provider of that light. Look, when we have it in us, Jesus said in Matthew 5, you are the light of the world. Mm. You know, he is the light, but when he's in us, he mm. that is in us is greater than he that is in this world. Then we can shine the light. But if it's not in us, it's around us, uh, it's different. And while we're in this world, we're not from it. 
Exactly. And ultimately, um, we're not running out of time, so we'll have to bring yeah. this to conclusion. Yeah. And uh, soon, uh, I believe on Sunday, the first episode will air of uh, Times Observer, which will touch on global events yes. and, and aspects, everything that is both directly and indirectly uh, impacting the peace of Jerusalem and the future yes. uh, that uh, is already uh, preordained in uh, biblical scripture within those prophecies that uh, demand us to be yeah. prepared for those yes. days. And we'll also talk about practical ways, of course, yes. to uh, how to live with this and what does it mean for us as believers. Absolutely. But beyond that, also, as uh, I just mentioned, um, we're in this world, but not from this world. I, I'd like to touch on, on Matthew 4, uh, verses 8 to 11, uh, where the devil uh, took uh, Jesus, him, oh. up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Meaning... This everything he already de, uh, demanded or or mm. proclaimed everything to be his yeah. all the kingdoms, yeah. and then Jesus said to him, "Away with you, Satan! For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve." Isn't that interesting? Amazing. It's amazing because look, uh, Satan tried his uh, shot before, and that's why God obviously casted him down. Uh, from where he was, and uh, they say that, uh, by the way, uh, in his case, wisdom corrupted him. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do want you to know that this is what we see today in this world. Satan wants to grab a hold of the billions of lost souls in this world. And the way for him to do it, and this is why this is such a powerful, uh, you know, establishment and outlet, because the map, one of the names of Satan is the prince of the air, mm. the, the airwaves. Mm. This is how he's doing that. He is using uh, TV and Internet and, of course, social media and all of that to brainwash people, to engineer their minds, to insert and inject into them all of his agenda. Look, he's coming to Jesus and he's trying his shot. By the way, he comes to Jesus. Jesus is as man on earth. So Satan doesn't understand this is not going to happen. It's not going to work. Obviously, he's not that wise here. And, but what you can see that if he tried that on Jesus, how much he can try it on each and every one of us. Indeed. We're running out of time. We have uh, about 30 seconds left. But, uh, Amir, thank you so much for uh, coming here. And obviously, we will be working uh, much together, and we're looking uh, forward to doing so. So let me close uh, quickly in prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the opportunity to be here with Brother Amir and really communicate. Uh, to so many of our brethren around the world about uh, the significance of the times we live in and uh, the work that we plan on, on serving you, mm. Lord. And, and we ask you that uh, this opportunity will really uh, signify and proclaim your name and lift your name only on high and use us as tools uh, for, your, uh, for your wills for the future. Lord, we give you all the glory and praise and thank you for all. B'Shem Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen.
Thank you, Emil, so, so you, very Tom. much. And uh, I'd like also to thank our viewers. And we will see you very soon with uh, the first episode of The Times Obver- Observer. God bless. And until then. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.